Hey Northridge, welcome to A Little Better, where our goal is to know God better and to do better so that we can be a little better. Hey everyone, and welcome back to A Little Better. This is Aaron Hickson, Henrietta Campus Pastor. We're so glad that you are with us. And a couple things I want to say. First of all, thank you to Melvin and Ashley for being with us for the last few weeks. It really was an amazing time. And we're going to have some special guests with us today that I'm going to talk about in just a moment. One of them might be the kids of both the Karshners and the Hickson, who you're hearing right now. But um, the Melvin and Ashley were so grateful for the time that they spent with us, and we're going to hopefully have them back sometime soon. And actually, we're going to continue the conversation about race over the next few weeks, I'm sure, um, and try to bring different guests from different perspectives, always trying to just make sure we're thinking biblically and hearing from our whole church on this as we try to grow together. So thank you for listening, and hopefully you're looking forward to the next few weeks on this. But it has been such a heavy thing to talk about. We thought we'd take at least a one-week break and actually talk about the sermon series, and we've been talking about marriage. So Drew and I thought, who better to have on the podcast? than our wonderful wives. So we are glad to have with us today, my wife. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey guys, I'm Lauren. And then Drew, go ahead. My wife. I'm Ashley. How's it going? (laughs) And another thing that we're doing a little differently is that we are also video recording this so we can post on social media as well. So if you are checking out on social media, thanks for watching in, I guess, not just listening in. And we decided to spring the video idea on our wives um, two minutes before we started recording. So it was, uh, we really led well there. (laughs) And Drew, actually, when did you ask Ashley to be part of this? Well, three hours ago. <laughs> it's a good lead time. And I did not assume video, so that's, it's all good. It's We're all keeping it real. We're keeping I, it real. I at least gave Lauren, I think I told her last night, last evening sometime. Yes. And I said, you know, Drew knows that I don't do things like this. <laughs> and apparently she does. So <laughs> and, <laughs> I don't know what to there say, but today is Lauren, it's our anniversary today. Yeah, we are seven years into marriage, and so I don't know if we're doing it right or doing it wrong that we're having to do a podcast on our anniversary. <laughs> hey, seven years—that's like that's like a godly number, so it should be a good year for you. Number of completion, hallelujah! Actually, I don't know what number it is. There's all kinds of things, and I don't know the things on the numbers. Number of completion. <laughs> uh, I don't know, but um, okay, guys, why don't you? Let's just kick it off super light. Just tell us how did you guys meet, and how did it go? Uh, so we met in college, uh, through a friend, um, we were introduced at a birthday party actually. And, um, I want to say that we weren't, we like actually kind of started dating right away. So we got to chatting we had a ton of things in common and everybody ended up going to the beach like the following weekend. It was really, really fun. And at the end, my notorious line was, I don't give guys my, or I don't call guys. And Drew was like, okay, I'll get your phone number. And we were literally engaged nine months later. So, get it done, guys. That's the way to do it. We, we when you know, you, it. when you know, you know. I mean, I feel like initially I did not know that it was going to progress that rapidly. Um, but as Drew said last Sunday, we ended up going our separate ways after that birthday party um, and finishing out the summer with our families before going back to college and just talked on the phone every night for a really long time. So, 
I guess we just covered a lot of dating ground by talking on the phone a lot. I don't know. We just covered the conversation. Eight hours a night will cover a lot of ground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that irresistible? Uh, do, how could it go any other way? You know. I mean, you know, I I don't know. She, she just it must be the Lord. It just it's it's just when you're when you are the person that you are, it's hard to beat. You know, that was not our story. We met in music theory class freshman year. Not a party at the beach. This <laughs> <laughs> is a metaphor for the difference between me and Drew. <laughs> oh what was your take? Yes, my take on Aaron, I did not appreciate him very much. She hated me. Um, I felt as if he was annoying. Mm-hmm. And loud. Oh, never mind. I'm sorry. I can continue on. Talk too much. Um, I actually specifically remember calling my mom two different times during my freshman year and telling her about this guy named Aaron in my class who was just like always trying to talk to me and up in my grill and I just like was not having it. So I was not trying to date her, but I was just that annoying. So apparently even when I'm not trying, girls don't like me. So I don't I don't know how it worked, but seven years later, we got two kids. And by the way, we are warning both Karsner's and Hickson's sides. We are warning there could potentially be children interruptions. Bringing both of us in on a podcast is a dangerous thing when you're all working from home. We have Between the two of us, there's five toddlers. So it's a... Uh, Can the screen... <laughs> fingers or the like guttural under my breath. I'm just yelling at Joelle and Malachi. It's not that big of a deal. Whisper yell. Okay, so let's just kick it off and get down to the real stuff because we do not claim, any of the four of us do not claim to have any some special insights on marriage. We're very normal people with very normal marriages, but we're trying to commit them to the Lord. And um, so I'll just say, why don't you guys kick us off (laughs) with with a question that will make your relationship real. How do you guys, what does a fight look like for Drew and Ashley? Or a disagreement, whatever word you use. We personally, for about a year, had a fight about the word fight. Got over it. So how do you guys fight? It usually depends on what the topic is. But I would say for the most part, we we fight. We try to get away from our kids. So we'll go into our bedroom, lock the door. Um, we don't love fighting in front of our kids. We have, just so everybody knows, we have done that. And it didn't go well. Um, but most of the time, we even if we disagree, we will remain pretty calm. I would say, not to embarrass my wife, but I'm more of the like, babe, just talk to me. Just You don't have to raise your voice. Just talk to me. It's okay. Just, just talk. And she's usually like, don't you tell me to talk normal. <laughs> Unfortunately, I am the extremely passionate vocal loudness per- I don't know I, well, there's no way nice way to say it if anybody gets a raised voice in the house it's me lord forgive me and Drew's always just like babe just take it down just take it down I just tend to like when I get excited talk faster and louder and it's like so that helps when we go into our I Aaron you do not know what I'm talking about oh, what that would be like no idea <laughs> who would do that right uh, we, we, we've learned over the course of not doing this to like at certain at certain points in the fight we're like it's not going anywhere let's just let's push pause on this let's not sweep it under the rug but let's sleep on it and let's talk about it the next day so i think those are a couple of things that we do but normally as we come to hey you're right or i'm sorry we, we're pretty good at navigating fights i think 13 years into it we know what each other what we're trying to say and it usually doesn't hurt our feelings for the most part i would say early on we decided 
to, you know, I was so all about the verse about like not letting your sun go down on your anger, but some things like it's just getting later and later at night, especially, you know, it's in the evenings, it's after work or after the kids are in bed and you're like, you, you feel like you're, you're exhausted. You can't hit a resolution. So I feel like sometimes we actually, I feel like one night Drew was just like, you know, honey, I'm really tired. You're tired. Why don't we go to sleep? And in the morning, if we still feel really hurt or upset, then we'll, we'll reconvene. And in the morning, we both just gave each other. I remember that specific, and this does not happen all the time, but that specific time we just gave each other a big hug. We're like, like, who cares what was going on last night? Let's just start fresh today. And I love you. And I'm sorry for what I said when I was, it was late and we were fighting. <laughs> what does that look like for y'all? Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know. Do you want to start? Um, sure. I mean, we are very different people and Aaron is much like the exact opposite of you guys. <laughs> yeah. Much like Ashley. So Aaron, you know, always has a lot of words and a lot of things to say. And I, um, totally, I, I do have words to say, but I reach my limit for conversations much earlier than Aaron does. Um, much early. <laughs> so we've had to learn, you know, that when I reach my limit, like I need to vocalize that. And I, I say like, babe, I'm really, I don't have any more words to say about this. And typically what that means is I sit there for, you know, 20 more minutes or whatever. And Aaron, Aaron kind of talks through the rest of what he needs to talk to talk through. Um, and he does like to end any argument with like, here's a synopsis of what we were talking about. And here's these three points and here's what we're going to do moving forward. And call that a sermon, Lauren, a sermonette, you know, sermonette, sermonette. Um, anyway, so we fight very differently, but I would say in the last three or four years, maybe coming, coming to understand that even in our fights, we fight differently. Um, has been really helpful in in moving us forward and progressing through those disagreements that we have. Yeah, for sure. I think it, it took me a long time to not be hurt by like early on. She would say like, basically, I'm done. I'm done talking about this. All, not in an aggressive way. I'm just basically like I could watch her eyes just like glaze and her emotions subside, and there's just like no fight left. And not even like we were going at it, and now she's giving up. It's just literally like. I'm, I feel like I'm getting steamrolled or I just don't care. And then I would start being like, well, babe, it's okay. Like, just tell me what you're thinking. Like, when I say this, what do you feel? And she's just like, I was thinking I was rolling her over. And she's saying like, no, I just run out of gas. Like, I'm not interested in this fight anymore. <laughs> and, um, and sleep, I'm glad you mentioned that because sleep is a huge thing for me, oh, especially word, yes. I'm an Enneagram 9. Mm, and they like fall this. asleep to your feelings, which I actually really hate that about myself. But I do find like, you know, typically we fight at night after the kids go to bed and you reach a point where it's like, I just know I'm going to be more clear and I'm going to be a better person <laughs> if I just sleep and we can talk about this in the morning. So I really like that you brought that up because that's true for us too. Yeah. And I am not that way. And I had to learn to embrace that as her not, she's not giving up on us. She's not giving up on this fight. She right. cares, but she is like just out of gas. And I used to just, that would, I, even if I wasn't angry and mad before, now I'm like hair on the back of my neck. Like, what do you mean you're out of words? Like just so frustrated, but learning you fight, you have to learn how to fight. Like that's one of the things that's frustrating about starting in marriage is you're not good at anything. You're not good at communicating. You're not good at 
keeping the house the way the other person wants it. You're not good at fighting. You're not good at sex. You're not good at anything. <laughs> and yet you love each other, but they're still just like, we don't even know how to disagree. <laughs> and that's why even in, you know, whatever, we're only seven years in, but there's just so much more when people say it gets better. Like one of the reasons it gets better is like, we're just over stuff so much faster because of the trust and the ability to like, I know what you mean. We're on the same page. That's four fights ago. The lessons that we learned about that, you know, six years ago are now applying and we're benefiting from it. Totally. That's the whole point of pursuit and like learning your spouse. It's so important to understand who your spouse is and understand who you are. And I think when you go on that journey, it eliminates so many fights that you used to have. You know, one example that Ashley and I use all the time is, I don't know why I am this way. I just am. I hate, loathe. I don't know any bigger words for that. Aaron, could you give me one? I know you're spies. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't like to empty the dishwasher. Like I will take dirty dishes and load it all day long. But like when they're clean, I don't know why I don't like put them away. And like just expressing that to Ashley, she's like, I love, I love to do that. Like, cool. You load it all. She'll empty it. And it just, and it saved us a lot of like frustration. There are times where I will come to the dishwasher, see it's clean and be like, hmm, nope. And then I'll come back and be like, Ashley emptied it. I, I just, I love her. She is amazing. And like, it's, just discovering who she is and who I am, just a stupid example of how you grow in unity in marriage and how it releases some of the tensions and fights that you have. Oh, I mean, this only happened like two years ago. Like we literally two years ago drew finally at one point, I think one night we were in the kitchen and was like, you know what I hate? I hate emptying the clean dishwasher. And I was like, I really don't mind that job. And so now literally whenever the clean light is on the dishwasher, it's almost like if I get that, that then he won't be annoyed when he'll put the dishes in. And it's like became like this ebb and flow. And mm-hmm. um, I am definitely not a self-aware person, like getting married, like you were saying, Aaron, like when you get married, you're not really good at anything. Like I'm not being not being not self-aware is really, really a, not a great thing when you're getting married. So like, I feel like for me, I also have to pray a lot about just like God, like, like help me become self-aware point, point out these flaws to me that I don't, that I don't even know that I have in myself so that I can try to correct them. And, and like, um, you know, another thing, being confident, um, being confident when your spouse points something out in you, that they, that you, one of the hardest things that I had to ever come to was when Drew and I go out with other friends, sometimes I can be really intense and just, and like start intense discussions. um, So I actually had to get to a real, like, and this is a place of trust because we have been married for 13 years. I had to get to a really secure place where like, I, I remember one time we were going out a couple years ago and I was like, babe, just like squeeze my knee. If I start being socially awkward, having this like super intense, deep conversation and everybody's just trying to eat their chips and salsa and like not with their kids. And so we actually started the little squeeze the knee thing when moi is like being super awkward and intense with other friends. And so that obviously is like, um, something that takes some years to get to, but you know, just helping each other out in in those conversations. Story of my life, by the way. (laughs) And and like, what's great about if, you know, if you fight well, and I'm not saying we do this great, but like if your fights lead somewhere to a point of insight, to an aha moment, which is what I'm always fighting for in so many words. And I'm always trying to make every fight into some big learning, which is immature of me because like it takes time. But if those fights result in an insight, 
fight insight. Ooh, we preaching right now, girl. Oh, we're preaching. Um, if fights lead to insight, then what that allows you to do is that same frustration is now a point of strength. So the dishwasher thing, which was frustrating, is now something that builds gratitude. If you're being intense, Ashley, which I know exactly what that's like, we totally have that same thing of like what used to be Lauren just like dying socially because I have no clue that I am dominating or being annoying or whatever. She can now tell me, and it used to, I used to feel so hurt and insecure. Like, why does it, why are you telling me this? Like, nobody thinks the way you think. And then I'm realizing like, no, everybody thinks she's dead. Right. And now, now I'm better and our relationship works better. And now I'm like, oh, I'm so grateful that she's made me like taking the edge off of that. And so there's almost two things there, right? Like self-awareness, which I want to talk about in a second, but then also it's allowing your fights to be something that you see as productive. Like these are productive fights and we're going to take, we're not going to take them so seriously that we can't have some fun and learn in them. And I'm going to tell a story of your parents because I think it's funny and I don't think they'd care. So, or I don't know. So at some point in her marriage, I love that their parents, we, we all have great parents, but uh, Mark and Donna are their names. Donna would apparently open cereal boxes in a way that Mark didn't appreciate, like kind of like mangle them. And he's, I always joke that he does everything like a Rolex. It's like perfect. Everything's crisp and clean. And anyway, she would open the cereal box in a way he didn't like. And then one morning Donna came downstairs um, and there was a, she went to get the cereal and the box was literally like shredded, like had been cut. It was like in ribbons and the bag was like mangled. There's like cereal falling out of it. And she, she took the thing out and was like, what happened here? Like did raccoons get into the thing? And Mark apparently was sitting there and he just like, without looking at her, he just said like, well, that's what happens when you open the cereal box with your feet. (laughs) (laughs) And like, they just died laughing and they tell that story all the time of like, that was a silly thing that was bothering him, but he just turned it into like a way to be funny. And he knew she would laugh and they laughed about that. And, but it was helping to communicate like, can we just take a little bit of care when we open the cereal box? So silly things like that are now like, now it's joy. Now it's now I'm laughing at myself and I'm so clumsy or I'm so whatever. And we're growing rather than like, it drives me nuts that they're so you know dumb about this or that or intense in conversations or whatever. So for self-awareness, what, what have you guys done to become more self-aware? Like, do you know your Enneagram numbers? You know, how do you do that stuff? I mean, we definitely know our Enneagram numbers. At least I do. Ashley kind of goes back and forth on which one she is, but she knows kind of the general vicinity where she is. It's indicative of her number, by the way. <laughs> so, um, and I think just, we are very, we communicate. Like, so when I feel something, we've gotten to the place in our marriage where I can say, or Ashley can say to me, like, Hey, that bothered me. Or, Hey, I really liked when you did that. And it's, it's on both fronts, like the good front and, and, we're like, when we feel something, we communicate it, not only so we register it in our head, but like our other person knows it. Cause it's great to be self-aware, but if I'm self-aware and Ashley doesn't know, it doesn't do any good for my marriage. So like, I think part of the training for us was like, when I felt something, whether it was good or bad, I communicated that to her. So mm-hmm. I'm registering that, wow, that's who I am. But also she is like the dishwasher. I know it's a dumb example, but like, those are just the little things that can create a lot of tension in marriage. If I don't know that about me and she doesn't know that about me. Yeah, that's really good. And I know you guys have done, we've talked about this and we, you know, have hung out before and talked about some of this, but like couple watching or learn, learning from other couples, not in a mentorship way. Cause that's valuable. And people, do, people, I think know that like, Oh, you know, get together with an older couple. i um, like you guys, like people that are super old, like way older than us. Um, that kind of <laughs> can be helpful. But I know you guys have said you learn from couples just by like, being around them. How do, how do you guys do that? 
I would actually really quickly, um, going back to a mentor couple, um, I would really recommend grabbing a mentor couple. And this can be for us. This has really been Cindy and Rodney Brooks, which we actually call our, our, our extra parents or our Southern parents. Drew's mentioned them a lot. Rodney shared his testimony, um, in our last series, but, um, through their friendship and they literally could be our parents, like uh, significantly older than us. Um, through that friendship, we have learned so many, um, we just gleaned a lot of wonderful things. And so outside of like a community group setting and outside of whatever, like find yourself another couple, even if it like, it was really helpful for us at the time because they were like, we didn't have parents close by, but you've both lived with your parents. So, you know, you know, Lauren knows how her parents do life and Erin, you know how your parents do life to find like another couple and, and parents speak amazing life into your marriage, but going and finding like that other couple and it could be it, Cindy and Rodney. We didn't even know that we loved their marriage until we got to know them. And then we were, it was just kind of like a bonus, like, Oh, we love you and you're our friends and y'all have an amazing marriage. Um, so that's really, really cool. But yes, I mean, I would say like whenever we're out with another couple or hanging, you know, hanging out with friends, um, just gleaning like the good and, and, and even later being like, Hey, I loved how they, you know, stuck up for each other. Or I loved how they honored their parents when they talked about in-law stuff or and, like coming away from situations. That's kind of like pillow talk. You know, the kids go to bed, the friends leave, and then you kind of lay down in bed together and you just talk about you, what you loved and what you want to glean from your friends. And that's, that's a great way to like throw some tips in. Yeah. We, we talk about almost like couple watching or whatever, where, Strengths and weaknesses are things we don't want to miss when we're hanging out with people. So even, and again, not to say like we sit around and judge every, all the friends we ever hang out with, but like there are couples, for instance, that do things differently than us. Like for instance, <laughs> we've talked about this, Drew and Asha, you guys are much, you have an ability to call each other in the moment, call each other on something in the moment in a way that's much more, I don't know, out front or bold than Lauren and I do. Like, I don't know if that's an insecurity thing or if it's just how I was raised because of ability to be like, you know, you'll jokingly like, whoa, check that. Or like, whatever you guys can like get after each other in like a funny way. And we aren't like that, like for whatever reason. And so I, I can, we can walk away from hanging out with you guys and say like, wow, I wish we could be almost like that honest in the moment or, or like, okay, that was honest, but like, I wouldn't be able to handle that level of intensity. So I, I know that we were working on honesty, but like that felt like the line where, where I am right now, you know, whatever. And so it's both strengths and weaknesses of other couples that if you're willing to notice, like be observational enough in the moment to say like, I like that, or that rubbed me the wrong way. And then going back to your spouse to talk about it, that's the key because I can find that I thought something was great. And Lauren's like, I felt so uncomfortable for that whole time. I'm like what? And, and then you're able to go like, she's like, I felt so uncomfortable because it reminded me of this aspect of my family that I really like, or that I really dislike or whatever. And then all of a sudden we're going like, wait, my family is this or that. And like, oh yeah, they are. <laughs> and now we're getting down into expectations and things we've never even known just by having a date night. It doesn't, it's not like we sat down to talk about marriage. We just encountered a marriage and learned something. And the, the beautiful thing about that, you have to be careful as well. Like not everything every other couple does works for your marriage. That's right. the cool thing about like marriage is there's a lot of flexibility within the parameters that God has set is like, man, I, I'll see a couple like, that's awesome. If we did that in our marriage, Oh, that would be not good. And so like you got a some important piece of like talk with your spouse. Like, what do you think about that? Let's try this could work. Might not work. Might be the best thing. Might be the worst thing for us. And like, so as you watch couples, like 
learn from the good and the bad, but not all bad in, in someone's relationships is going to be bad in your relationship and not all good is going to be good in your relationship. And it's just that flexibility of like knowing your spouse and growing in that relationship. Yeah. Uh, we've, we've read books, you know, marriage books and stuff. And for whatever reason, Lauren and I have found in a lot of cases, I'm the more emotional and verbose member of our relationship. So a lot of the gender stereotypes are swapped for us. So we could read a book and it'll be like, this is how you woo the woman. And I'll be like, no, that's exactly what I want. <laughs> <laughs> and, and for Lauren, it like literally could be the opposite. Like we've talked about how she's just like, would you just say like, what, what is it that you want? And I'm like, this sentence. She's like, okay, fine. Like we can do that. And I'm, you know, and that would be stereotypically exactly what the guy wants. It's just like, give me the bottom line, you know, whatever. And I'm just not that way. And so other relationships, books aren't always what we need. Um, we, we need to figure it out for us. And baby, on our anniversary, I just want you to know, you are not the person that I married and you're so much more wonderful. And I love you so much. I can't wait to keep getting to know you. Thanks, babe. Wow. This is final. a moment. <laughs> this would be one of those moments where where Ash, Drew would be squeezing Ashley's leg and being like, "You're being weird." <laughs> okay, I, I can with you. No, I think you guys should go celebrate your anniversary. I think you oh, should. Plus, a, out of here. plus there's hopefully you can't hear it, but there are screaming kids in the background anyway, so we should probably go. I can't hear it at all. So that's can't good. hear anything. It's you're going great. It's going great. <laughs> Well, hey, we love you guys. Thanks for taking the time. And to our wives, thank you. You are our better half. Everybody knows that, but we need to say it. It's true. So thank you. And to all of our listeners, thanks for, or I guess watchers now too. Uh, thanks for joining in. And if you've got questions, please always submit them. Podcast at northridrochester.com or any staff member or anybody really get it to us. And we'll be sure to see how we can answer them next time as we continue the conversation. Thank you guys so much for checking it out.